trail and back on the mic, Wesley Hunt continues the fight. Along with his brother, Rendon, they chronicle their family experience from slavery to West Point and beyond. Tackling the difficult topics facing our nation, they're on a mission to save the American dream. Buckle up and welcome aboard. You're in the hunt. I'm Wesley Hunt. I'm Rendon Hunt. And you're in the hunt. You know, I'm wearing this hat because we've only lost one game. <laughs> so West, West Point's doing really well. We're having a really good season. We're definitely still in the hunt for the Commanders and Chiefs trophy. I like what you did there. And in I'm the just, hunt. yeah. We're See, still in the hunt. We're still in the great. hunt. Well, yeah. You know, West Point's playing University of Wisconsin this weekend. We're going to win. I think there's a good chance we win. win. If there was ever a chance to beat University of Wisconsin. We almost beat Michigan a few years ago. This is a chance. This is it. But you know what I think about with University of Wisconsin? I don't know if you've been tracking this. Uh, Ted Cruz's podcast, The Verdict, they're doing a live tour right now. Yeah, they were at A&M yesterday. The first stop on their live tour was University of Wisconsin. Okay. Okay. So... They had set up... Were the Beavers or the, or the Badgers? The Badgers. Yeah, yeah the Badgers. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Whatever. That dude. <laughs> Starts with sure, a B. <laughs> sure. It's a critter. Yeah. Four legs, fur. Yeah. Beavers, I, I would just never want to be the Beavers. <laughs> Please continue. Please continue. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. Did I interrupt you? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so so they, uh, they're playing, or Ted Cruz was setting up to have his podcast out there to film it live. Yeah. The university and the provost of the university decided two days before they were going to film that they can't have it on campus. That's ridiculous. Okay, and it even get, it even gets better than this. That's ridiculous. It even gets better than this. They've had other speakers. That's, come on. They've had other speakers on campus. A sitting United okay? States senator. They've had other speakers on campus, and they make the decision that because it's Ted Cruz, that they are not going to be able to hold it on campus. Come on now. Don't they, come on. Then, to make it even worse, okay, like they've had ser- series of speakers before, to make it even worse, then they say, well, there's an exemption for you having to wear the mask, because they tried to tell him and the, his partner in the podcast <laughs> yeah, that, that everybody to has to wear a mask during the podcast. <laughs> they said the exemption for this would be if you're doing performing arts. Because if you're doing performing arts for sitting down and reading, how many people? How many people fit fit in the Beaver Badger Stadium? How many people fit in the stadium? This is where this gets. You know exactly where I'm right, going. Go ahead, with this. go ahead. Let me stop. Let me stop. I got earlier excited. that week before he came out there. They had seventy thousand people <laughs> in the stadium. Maskless, maskless, drinking, breathing, breathing all on each other. <laughs> like Dave Chappelle says, with all H words. Yeah. Hi, how are you doing? <laughs> Droplets coming from everywhere. Just everywhere. Just you know? spitting on everybody. Yeah. But if it's somebody that's coming in that has a perspective that you don't necessarily like, we're just muting that out. Oh how crazy gosh, is that, man? That's crazy. And, and that's unfortunate because. That is the time in your life yeah. where you are really having the opportunity to hear other perspectives. And you don't have to agree with all of these perspectives. That's the point of university. But it's important to have people come wow. in from an academic standpoint I know all this. who have different perspectives. That's yeah, this so is disappointing. This, this stuff's just happening, man. That's so disappointing. This stuff's just happening. So because of that, Army's going to kick their butts this week. Yes. For that. Because we don't play those games. We don't do that. Hey, I saw, by the way, side note, college football that I'm really getting into now because I, I just like the fact that these kids are living their best lives, and I love it. Yeah. 
did you see the dude doing a keg stand with a mask on, but he cut a hole in his mask? Yes. So he could do, so he could do the keg stand. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it's great. <laughs> and, and and you know, Fauci's been saying a lot of weird stuff lately. Fauci said it was okay. It, <laughs> he changes his mind every day. It's, so. it's just it's. <laughs> So, so, so speaking so and speaking of that, I don't know if you were paying attention to what happened with Joe Rogan when, oh, he, had, when yeah. he had Sanjay Gupta on. Oh yeah. Yeah, Sanjay Gupta was not ready for that smoke, man. No, he wasn't. He was not ready for that smoke. Man. And, and everybody loves Joe Rogan. I, I had the honor of being on his podcast. He's an awesome guy, great, just a great interviewer in general. He wasn't playing any games. No. And and just to give the the listener a little bit of perspective of what happened, uh Sanjay Gupta, who is also a, a White House fellow and is a very impressive person. Yeah, yeah, uh, come on. He got, man, did he get caught with his pants let's, down. Let's, let's get to so, Sanjay, great, Rendon. What he did was embarrassing. Oh, it was very embarrassing. So Sanjay Gupta, who is viewed as an expert in medicine, he's on Joe Rogan's He's the podcast. medical correspondent for CNN. Yes. Yes. Continue. On Joe Rogan's podcast, and Joe Rogan asked him very directly um dr gupta you're in your 50s you're in really good shape and you're vaccinated do you feel like it's a bad idea or do you feel uncomfortable being out and about dr gupta said no i don't he's like okay then i don't understand why you have a problem with people like me who have a problem getting our children vaccinated oh man <laughs> because you're way more at risk oh, man. than children are. Yeah. And when you look at, he also had a doctor who was on who basically was talking about children's cases of COVID, which is very important to us uh, as people who have kids. Less than 600 kids have died of COVID over the last 13 or 14 months. Yeah. In that same period, over 1,000 kids have died of pneumonia. Yeah. And if you take out those kids that have had pre-existing conditions, number is they're saying it's like 20 kids. Like 20 kids, yeah. That have died of COVID yeah. in the United States of America. And so he basically called him out on that. He said, Dr. Gupta, like, like, how are you seeing this data? This doesn't make any sense. And then he also said, your network is also lying about well, that's the me part, personally. Well, that's the part that I was getting at. Oh, go ahead, yeah. So that's what I was, I was talking about when yeah. he was taking ivermectin and CNN <laughs> Was talking about him taking horse pill and, and horse dewormer, and that's not that's not true. Like ivermectin is actually a drug that's gotten prescribed to billions of people yeah. to help fight viruses and whatnot. Like it, it's actually it's a human drug. Yeah. It literally pulls up the clip of the CNN correspondent saying that Joe Rogan is taking horse pills. Yeah, that's a lie. Yeah. And he called him out. He said, how do so, you feel about your network? Your network that you are the medical correspondent for about me. lying, lying about me. But he wouldn't let him go. No. Because then Sanjay Gupta put on his tapping shoes. Yes, he did. And let me tell you something. He ain't no Sammy Davis Jr., brother. No. Okay? He is not the Nicholas Brothers. No. <laughs> did you just give me a Hulk Hogan, brother? He ain't no Sammy Davis Jr., brother. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what you gonna do when Joe Rogan runs all over you, Sanjay? You're not getting away from this, brother. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And it was very real, good. It's very good to see. Because I think Sanjay Gupta thought that he was going to get on there and be the cool guy. That's not what happened. And I love that interview 
because now he's Joe Rogan is holding the media accountable for a lot of this stuff. And Joe Rogan just wants the truth. He doesn't care if it upsets one person or upsets one network or not. I just want to get down to the truth. And why are you lying to me about this? And why are you lying to the American American public about this? And let's be honest with people, too. Like, if, if you as a university is not allowing alternative perspectives oh, to be said gosh. to university. In the name of COVID? Why don't you just say that rather than say, well, we can have 70,000 screaming students, but uh, if there's an auditorium of like 500 people to see you, we just don't feel really or comfortable this, with that. These games are happening every week, That's by the way. That's a lie. Every week. Yeah. Every single week. It's a flat out lie. It's a lie. And they're happening every week in different parts of the country. And there are people that will be flying to see those. I know you won't be flying on a Southwest flight. I no comment. I need to no, I need to tell I need to tell this story. No, you're not telling the story. No, not the full story. I'll tell the, the abbreviated version. Because this happened actually, trust me, Wesley. Why are you, why are you looking at me? Come on, man. I'm like Aladdin, man. Trust me. <laughs> man, I don't want to have a groove moment. Like I, sent, I sent a personal email to you. And then, ha, see oh, what that's I did? coming. See what I did? <laughs> that's see coming. Did? That's coming. Well, if you send me one personal email, they'll probably bust you on that, even if you had 650,000 other emails. Okay. Anyways. And then, and then do an investigation on every email I've ever sent in my entire life yeah. in the entire league. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, yeah. Good tea up there. Yeah, go ahead. So we are taking a, a little brother's trip next week. It's going to be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And both you and I are people that I Give would me a s- high five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're brothers. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. If, if you don't get it, you don't get it. Um, so, so we're taking, taking a little brother's trip. Um, and neither of us are planners at all. Okay. And part of the reason why we're not planners is because there's a lot of things that are are different from us, but there's 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 one thing or a couple of things that we're very similar. One of them is we get stressed out by planning stuff. So because of that, our wives has to deal with the fact that they think that we're last minute. We're not trying to be last minute. We just get stressed out in the minutia of doing things. So we prefer to deal with that stress when When it happens rather than dealing with the stress before. And we share that. Yes. Like we are kindred. Because, because the stress is it's actually over time. Yes. Instead of stressing out about it for 48 hours, you stress out about it for a week. And yeah. I'd rather just do it the last 48 I'd hours. I'd rather just do it for 48 minutes. <laughs> right, right. 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 I, I would rather didn't have to worry about things. And so in this whole process, I had reached out to you, you know, hey, look, I'm, I'm, I'm buying tickets right now. You didn't get back to me. So I did what you would have done to me, too. Just bought a ticket, right? Yeah, no, it's like, because yeah, like yeah. we don't have to worry about this. But, babe, we're not sitting together. What more than airline? I'm flying out of Harmony. Are we going to eat together? Oh, oh, you're flying out of oh, you're Look, we have cellular phones, and we have credit cards, and Uber, and Uber exists. And Uber. We will figure it out. I've been in way worse situations. You can send me anywhere in the continental USA. I've been in way worse situations. (laughs) We will figure it out, okay? So I send you all my flight information, and you call me, and I could tell that the the vein in your your head was popping out. Why did you give Southwest? Yeah. Because I hate what Southwest says. It has has none of their pilots. (laughs) We'll we'll get to that. The thing that was actually even more troubling for me is the hotel that I booked for us 
only has one king bed. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized so I guess you're sleeping that on the there's floor. no way that I'm sleeping in bed. <laughs> so I guess you're sleeping on the floor. <laughs> so that means you're sleeping you, in the bathroom. You were concerned about the flights. I'm concerned about the fact that they couldn't give me two twin beds. <laughs> because this means that I, sleep, I mean, I'm not winning. Unless you're willing to run me for it. Hey, man, are you being serious? Are you being serious, by the way? What? There's only, there's only one king yeah, bed. Yeah, there's only one king bed. <laughs> are you being serious? Yeah. I know. It's all they had. <laughs> Why are you concerned about this? Hey, you should be rolling in. we rolling in one of those cops. <laughs> you have like, this is a concern of hey, you. Man, give you, you, a <laughs> you, should like, you should be like, sweet, there's one king? More room. <laughs> I don't know why you're acting, yeah, I'm you're sorry. acting yeah, you're like right. you're concerned. You're right. Touche. You sound like those latte liberals talking about black people. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just get in, in my G-Wagon. I care so much about Black Lives Matter. Yeah. 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 Sorry, okay. it's Friday. It's oh, one okay. Yeah, it's one, it's of, one of those, one of those Fridays. Yeah. Saw a lot of liberals this week. I see. Huh? Yeah. You're kind of yeah. on edge, man. Yeah, I'm a little yeah. on edge. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but anyway, so I get I get this this flight, and you're like, oh, you know, Southwest, like, like you know, and the the irony of it is, I get this flight before everything just blows up in Southwest, right? Yeah. So I use this, of course, as a. Sec- Actually, is your flight still even on? Who knows? Who man? knows? Hey man, come to United. Come man. on, man. Come, come on, man. Come on home. Come man. on home. Come on home. Come on home, dog. So, which which tees up the reason I tell that tell that is uh, because it tees up everything that's going on with Southwest. Yeah. Right. And there's a number of things that are going on. The reason I bring up Southwest is because you talked about lying to people, right? Oh. Southwest Ooh. is in a position where. Maybe some of their pilots are leaving because they don't like the vaccine mandate that you're putting upon them. Maybe they're striking. Maybe they're striking because they don't like that, and they realize that their union can't strike on those grounds because then they won't get their retirement, okay? So maybe they don't like what you're doing, okay? And then what about but, but what about the customer, too, that got their flight canceled? Yeah, but instead of being honest to the customers yeah, about what's yeah. happening, they're saying it's the weather patterns. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there are these magical weather patterns that only affect Southwest flights. Yeah. They don't affect United flights. <laughs> or American. American. Yeah. God, if weather patterns could affect anything, they would affect JetBlue. You're right. Okay. <laughs> or Spirit. Or Spirit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, but now, so you're not telling people the truth about what's happening on your airline. You're shutting down bottom hundreds line is this, of flights during a holiday season. Southwest, they, they have a very patriotic name. And you're not... <laughs> you should call yourself United. <laughs> You'd be all right. Or American. Or American. The weather respects those real patriotic okay. names. That's what it is. That's, that's, that's what it is. You got it, right? You're, but, welcome. you're welcome. But we're, we're in this position in our country and in our society as a whole where we're not just willing to be straightforward yeah. and honest with people. And this is why people have a skepticism of the media. And, it, and it's not because of Trump, and it's not because of fake news, it's because that we're looking in real time, watching you lie to us. And you're not maintaining the integrity of journalism. Because it's the journalism's responsibility, the journalist's responsibility, yeah. to look at that story and say, 
I'm not going to sit here and lie about weather patterns. I'm going to dig a little bit deeper and tell the American public the truth. Actually, this is a strike. Yes. And Fox News shouldn't be the only one talking about it. Yes. And, and the truth is so important, Wesley, because this goes back to what we were talking about with Ted Cruz and being able to, to give him a platform somewhere else. Regardless of if you agree with or don't agree with somebody, allow them to have a platform to speak about things. Muting out voices that have different opinions, it's important. And it's happening way too much in our culture. We're not getting the truth. We're not getting the truth on COVID. We're not getting the truth on vaccines. Look at our labor markets right now. Yeah. Okay. Our our country, our labor markets, and our economy are falling apart right now. Right. Okay. And part of the reason that they're falling apart is because we have an administration that is not telling the truth about what's happening. Yeah. Okay. On one end, we say, well, you know what? If you get vaccinated, then you're good. Then let's open up the economy. If you don't get vaccinated, then you're not as worried about the the ailment, so you've pretty much signaled that you're willing to com- continue on with the economy. And if that's the case, why does the administration just come out and say that, man? Yeah. yeah. Like, let's get people back to work. Our job numbers are down. People are leaving the, the positions that they're tell in. Tell the truth. There's a huge gap. Just tell the truth about what's going on. Yeah. And I'll give you a, another example of this. The NBA. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw Kyrie Irving talking about why he's not getting the vaccine. Which is, I understand. He told the truth. I, I understand that. This is why I'm not doing it. And we're in a position now, and there's an argument. You've, you've heard me make this argument before, Wesley. And so it's important, I think, as we have conversations, I always leave open the, the right to learn more and change my opinion, right? That's what knowledge should get you. That's what, what having conversations with people with differing opinions should get you. I have always been under the school of thought from a vaccine perspective. We have had people that have been uh, anti-vaxxers all the way through and people who have just decided for this particular vaccine that, that it's not something that they want. But you know what I've realized more and more, Wesley? I've layered over this freedom factor over all of that, okay? And this freedom factor is rooted in democracy. People can change their minds on what they do or do not want, Mm -hmm. okay? We lived in a country that 60 years ago decided that Jim Crow was okay. All right. And we changed our minds collectively as a country. But what I love about Kyrie Irving's comment, really, the most thing, the best thing I love about it is, do you really think I want to give up a championship, a potential championship ring because of this? I mean, he's, he's he has conviction about it too. Yeah, and that's really what I appreciate about the stance that he's taking. It's a very bold stance, Wesley. This is like the greatest it's, of all time, Dave Chappelle. It's like it's like it's like Jim. You brought up Jim Crow, and it's like the civil rights movement. And it's like the bus boycott. Okay, it wasn't the bus boycott because people wore signs and funny hats and talked about there was a bus boycott and we want equality. I don't want to sit on the back of the bus anymore and just talked about it. Oh no, 
they walked to work. Black people walked to work. They didn't ride the buses. Do you know how much that sucks? Yeah. Do you know how much they had to actually give up? They had to hurt the pocket of the bus company in order for them to change. And they did change. And then black people were allowed to sit wherever they wanted. Because they didn't talk about it. They didn't change their profile picture to black. And they didn't they didn't put a banner over their Instagram photo. Oh no, 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 no. They sacrificed something. Yeah. And what Kyrie Irving is doing right now that sacrifice. is sacrifice. And that's what's gonna bring about change. Dave Chappelle, uh, on the closer, watch it on Netflix. It's incredible. Uh he made a comment that was fascinating. He was basically talking about uh women's rights and some of the things that 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 females could have done to do better in the movement right and he said that there were some people who asked him like who are you to tell us how to do x y and z he said i'm the guy that was on a bus with 50 million dollars and i got off that bus and left and walked yes right yes i didn't feel comfortable what was happening and how the things that i was saying were being so conveyed. I left fifty million dollars. So I left it on who the table. Who would do that? Don't, don't criticize him. Who would do that? So I left it on the table, dude. That's what Kyrie's doing right now, man. And I look at that, and I and I and I tip my hat. And I still I still wonder, and I'm trying to to, to reconcile this. And from the very beginning of 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 the mandate talk, I'd always thought, okay. The moderate version of viewing a mandate is, okay, make somebody get tested, right? Yeah. Like the idea that Mark Cuban and other and other owners are in arms saying, no, you will get the shot and you have to get the shot. This is blah, unbelievable. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, well. This is unbelievable to me, by the way. Yeah. And our culture in this, and I, and I go back, Wesley, I go back to what I was saying before about how our culture has evolved in a certain way for this specific issue. This is what democracies are about. If you have a group of people and it's become cultural right now for us to see this specific moment, it's not what we're looking for in our culture moving forward. Pay attention to it. Yeah. Because very quickly you can go down that slippery slope of giving up liberties. Yeah. You know, when we're we're coming up here kind of talking about that we would discuss this, I find it very interesting to see Mark Cuban force somebody to get a shot. Force them to get a shot. But... You're not going to force someone to stand on a national anthem? I mean, let's put that in perspective. Right? We, we've had this protocol for generations that when our colors are, are waved and that we're at games, you stand during the national anthem. This is just kind of a cultural protocol thing that we've done. So you're going to allow people to break protocol, basically, and you're the owner of the team, and you're going to let them express their right to do that. But then you're going to turn around and force people to get a shot. Wesley. That is unbelievable to me. Wesley, it's the inconsistency it's of inconsistency. It's inconsistency. If you, if, if you want to enforce and say everybody's going to stand during the national anthem at these basketball games, and then you said everybody's also going to get this shot, I won't agree with it, but at least you're consistent. Yes. But see, now you're picking your battles, and that's not leadership. No. Hey, Wesley. It's it's my friends the latte liberals, right? Yeah. You know? You care so much about education in the black community that you send your kids to private schools where they oh. will never interact with black kids. Ever. Yikes. They're gonna go straight straight from there to uh, a private college 
It, yeah, but you'll be the card. We got to fix HISD. We got to fix education in our communities. But um, um, good enough for thee, but not I me. Mean, not for me and my kids. I mean, I'm not going to put any skin in that game. I'm not going to put my child in that school to help raise the standard because I'm too scared about their education. So here's what I'm going to do. And no willingness to own it. Do, and you don't even want to own it. Mighty Plessy you versus Ferguson. You don't even want to. Mighty separate but equal. Oh, my gosh. But nobody's willing to own that, though. Oh, my gosh. Nobody's willing to own it. And want to blame everybody else. Yes. Where, where do your kids go? Oh, okay. Huh. Interesting. Fascinating. Interesting. Which leads me to John Gruden. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, John Gruden. He got himself a little bit of trouble, didn't he? Man, a little bit. So, John Gruden has just resigned as a coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. It is very strange for me to even say Las Vegas Raiders. I, I, don't, I don't feel like I'll ever say that. I'll just say the Raiders. The Raiders? The Raiders. The Raiders. I'm not saying. I'm just, yeah. That's and. Weird. The reason why John Gruden is uh, was really, I mean, he resigned, was fired, whatever. I mean, he was out, period. I mean, whatever way you want to put lipstick on this, he wasn't coming back as a coach of the Raiders. Uh, it, it roots in an email train that he had sent out um, basically a decade ago. Uh, it lasted over, I believe, four years. Uh, so maybe 2011, 2015, right in there, where he said some things that were racially insensitive and homophobic. Uh, and homophobic. Okay. Now, this is a football coach, by the way. Shocking. That right? says some things that were racially insensitive and homophobic. And, and, and homophobic. Okay. This, this is go ahead. Go ahead. Now, this is an interesting one cuz we're going to get we're going to get a lot of people who have opinions on what I'm about to say about this. Yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> I see how how hurt you are, but <laughs> I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm in politics. So. I, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, do you know the things I've been called? <laughs> yes. Sometimes I read them out loud to myself in the mirror and pick the worst one, so I laugh the hardest at it. You know, say <laughs> like, no, that's so bad. It's funny. Yeah. Go ahead. So here's the interesting thing that I think about what's going on with John Gruden. We have to be very careful about the society that we are setting up Ooh, right now. Man. Okay. If you are comfortable with us living in a society yeah. where people can take private emails that you've sent a decade ago <laughs> and that prevents you from working or continuing on with your life, if you're comfortable with that, fine. Fine. Cool. I hope you've never sent an insensitive text or email ever in your life if you're comfortable with that. I'm not I'm not comfortable with that at all. I can tell you're squirming around in your seat. Yes. You look you look uncomfortable I, I, telling the story. I, I, I'm extremely uncomfortable yeah. with that. Okay. And then the reason why these emails came up is because they were doing a an investigation of the Washington football team. And there were 650,000 other emails. This is crazy. That I have know. not been released. I know. I know. So first of all, you know that there's, of those 650,000 hey emails, there's like hey 50 man. people that are like, Do you know I'm these next. head coaches? <laughs> you know these head coaches right now are like, oh. There's about to be 20 firings of head coaches now. <laughs> They're like, that's all Gruden said. <laughs> and, and, now, and, now we can, and now we can use this as blackmail for people, this is right? Ridic it's we can hold this over people's heads. Well, I'm going to release what you said. And then the thing that, that I was thinking about, and you'd appreciate this, 
I don't know if you saw who the, the Super Bowl performers are going to be. I did. So it's going to be Snoop. Yeah. And Dre. Yeah. And Eminem. Yeah. And Kendrick Lamar. So I know, it, I, I know where you're going with this, okay? If you do, I'm going to be impressed you know where I'm going with this. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm going to give it a shot. Okay. I'm, I'm going to give it a right. shot. Yeah, yeah. If you're concerned with John Gruden's emails, <laughs> I'm sorry. Have you seen the cover of Doggy Style? That's a bingo. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I'm sorry. Have you listened to any of Snoop's, any, go back to Eminem's 90s rap? Do you remember us in the locker room? Like, are you, do you know what Eminem was saying about people yes. back then? And, Oh, and you're gonna—he was talking about putting his ex-wife in the trunk and driving her off of a bridge. Yes, and that was the nicest thing he said. Yes, and these people are going to be your halftime show, and you just fired John Gruden. I don't for homophobic. This is actually where I was going with this. Do you remember when Eminem stepped in it so bad that he had to have Elton John hit perform with Elton John to to virtually signal to everybody, I really don't like gay people? Remember that? Yes. See, by the way, that wasn't that long ago. No, it wasn't, Wesley. And that's why, you know, the the F word, the other F word. Which... I mean, there's, there's really, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. This is in, in our parlance the the worst f word uh, now. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you. So they've changed so much. Yeah. So here's the, here's the interesting the one that thing. now identifies as the worst f, f, f The word. one that now identifies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> self identifies. It self identifies as the worst f word. So now the new worst f word. So I wouldn't have known how much of a homophobic slur, slur that was. If I didn't listen to so much Eminem. Right. And that's the guy performing the halftime show. How about that? Right so now. you're all woke by firing John Gruden. And, and and all of a sudden, and it's not like, look, John Gruden at least had the decency to send these emails in private. This was albums, man. Brenda, Brenda, this, was, these, this stuff went I'm platinum. not trying to dime out Dre. You and know, I'm you not and trying I'm, to dime it out either because I still listen to all that stuff. I do. I do. I'm not the first to admit it, right? But, but, and I, I mean, can't reconcile that. I'll about, never talk about what my kids listen women's to. women's rights, okay, and, you, and Dr. Dre? Come on, man. Come on. Well, Even if talk about what you have heard that just slap? Like, he it, raps about Dre slapping somebody, slapping a woman. Yeah. Hold on, dude. Like, like, what are we? And, and 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 once again, the other F word. If Matt Damon says it, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> if Matt Damon says it, and then apologizes, Matt Damon. it's okay because, for whatever reason, in the woke universe, Matt Damon is okay. So yeah. he can say it and apologize it's like it never happened. Maybe it's because Eminem performed with Elton John. He's okay, and he's now immune to all of this, but. Where is the consistency here? And Rendon, I understand a lot of the players in the locker room's opinion on this. I understand that they that they're offended. I get it. They were they were very insensitive things to say. I understand that. If you're a football player and you've been in these locker rooms for this long, are you that sensitive? Like, when did we get so sensitive? Well, and, and I'll go even- and, and I will and, and, and real quick, and real quick. Should he have done those things, being the leader, being a head coach, being the position that he is? He probably shouldn't have. Okay? No. I'm, I'm not, not defending I'm not, I'm not John defending Gruden, Gruden on that. at all. What I'm saying is this. I'm defending cancel culture. I'm defending, I'm, I'm, I'm defending anti-cancel anti, culture. Anti, anti-cancel culture and this double standard. Yeah. You can't cancel Gruden and have Eminem do your halftime show. No. Inconsistent. You can't cancel John Gruden and have Snoop Dogg do your—you can't do that. No. 
No. I'm sorry. You can't get mad about Justin Timberlake exposing Janet Jackson's breasts. It was it was because, Brendan, Brendan, it, it was it was a costume you, mistake. You can't it was a malfunction, not a mistake. Malfu- malfunction. It's a malfunction. <laughs> Excuse me. That I remember well. Uh, yeah, her <laughs> that I'll never forget. Never remember the steel No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you can't you know, women's rights activists can't get mad because Justin Timberlake was demeaning Janet Jackson by doing that. And then you're quiet when they name that Snoop Dogg. Yes, it's going to prove. And Dre are going to. You remember the part though? But I have you naked by the end of this. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, I watched the halftime show yeah, live. Just saying, I just saw it. I saw it. <laughs> oh man, oh man. But, but really? But I tell you, I tell you, man, like. There's a real bad consistency argument here that yes. we really need to address. And even with John Gruden, I mean, even to to, to wrap up that the the piece on him, look, I think John Gruden is doing the right thing by stepping away because, as he's saying, it's a distraction. Like yeah, now, it, there's a decision it, it, that's been made that yeah, he's the bad guy. It, it, and it, it, no, it's a distraction. He lost. You can't. Get, lost the locker room. You, you can't. Get, you can't yeah. get from under that. And I and I get that. Okay. It's Carter Meyer, right? It, like, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Go ahead. We'll talk wow. about that. We'll yeah, we can go on that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you really do get to the point where I understand why he's leaving and all of that. The thing that I question in all this, and don't misquote me in this, the thing that I question is does anybody feel comfortable? Yeah, with somebody right. going back retroactively ten years ago, a decade ago, different culture, different times, different sentiments, and firing you Brendan. for private emails. Brendan, it's a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous road to go that down. That you sent. This is dangerous. Once again, not saying it's right or wrong. I actually think he should have stepped down. Are you, I think, are you I think okay? that was in the best interest of the team. Are you but okay I will tell with the you, culture going down in that direction? There are 650,000 other emails that will probably lead to 100 fires. <laughs> yeah. Think about it. Yeah. And are we really putting people in a position where... I mean, it's people it's why nobody's mistakes, in, it's why nobody's in politics now, and nobody wants to get people in politics. Make mistakes, man. Because it's like if you're not perfect, then then you're going to get dragged. Then people just destroy destroy your life. And, and, he, and even if you are fantastic, people will talk trash about you anyway and make stuff up. Look at me, man. Yeah, you are pretty fantastic. I mean, I try my best. Pretty Brendan. fantastic. You know, I try, man. I gotta. I realize I gotta tell my my politics story today too. Okay, it's a good one. And so, I, got one, I got one more, too. Yeah, I, I know you got to go soon. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my daughter, Esther, ran for student council. And I was thrilled to hear this because she didn't ask me or anything. Like, our parents forced us to do stuff like that. <laughs> you were going to be in leadership. You were doing this, right? We had no choice. We had no choice, okay? She's in third grade, and she decided to, to run for student council. Didn't, didn't tell me about it, really, but I knew that the speech was coming up. And... Because I was being a premier, Dude, we grew up in a prison. <laughs> <laughs> we had no choices. We had no rights. <laughs> the hot house, so, house was Alcatraz. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you eat this, you will do this. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> but aren't I don't you, want to aren't you glad, yes, you are. Aren't you glad I, we did? I, we're laughing. Yeah. We're laughing all the way to the bank, man. Aren't you glad hey, look, we did? Huh? I'm not I'm not yeah. complaining. Yeah. But uh but so she had this I needed Alcatraz. I did too. She had this speech for, for student council that she was going to give. Like the premier parent that I was, on Friday, I pulled her out of school so we'd go to the Astros game. The speeches were supposed to be on Friday, so she had to give it off the cuff on Thursday and wasn't as prepared for it, right? And long story short, she bombed. Just, just bombed. And was given the speech and, and and lost her train of thought and was crying. And then the, the teacher had to walk her around. And then she came back and was able to, to finish the speech. And she came home and she she told me the story, right? She's like, yeah, this happened. And it was really sad. But, you know, I was like, and I'm listening to this. And she's like, you know, have you ever felt that way? And as I was looking at her beautiful little face, I was like, nah, I can no. crush it every time. <laughs> You put a mic in front of me and put people in front of me? Nah, I'm going to crush that. Nah, nah that's a press, that sounds like a personal problem to me. <laughs> nah, I'm going to crush that. That's going to mm, This nah, is, nah, is going to be good. I can't shut up. <laughs> this is good. No, but so she, fact, she, if I had a mic, she, she, I'd shut up. <laughs> but she was like, so she, she's like, you know, has that ever, and I, you know, I told her, I said, yeah, you know, people get nervous all the time. Like, like you know, I get nervous sometimes when I speak in front of people. People get nervous all the time. And, and I'm sure you did a much better job than you thought but this has shown you that you need to prepare mm -hmm. and I was really proud of her because knowing that she was terrified of doing that and speaking in front of people she wanted to lead more than she was afraid of getting in front and That's trying true. to do it yeah, yeah. which is hugely courageous, courageous which is hugely courageous That's called courage and awesome That's and I was courage. like wow this is this is really great yeah. I'm like I don't know if I would talk to, to people in front of people if I didn't know I was great at it <laughs> funny. I do it because I'm good at it. <laughs> That's funny. It's like it's like I get this question all the time. So like it's like how do y'all prepare for the podcast? I, mean, I don't know. We just sit down. We just kind of sit down and start talking. <laughs> you know. Uh, so then, so then uh, she she says this, and we had a great talk. And I, I was able to tell her how proud I was for her courage and stepping up and wanting to lead. And and I was, I mean, really, I was just very proud of of, of her and, and what she's uh, kind of set out to do. And you you really see something about her character. And then she left, and I was talking to, to my wife, and I said, you know what's funny about this? She's like, what? I said, she's going to win. She's like, well, why do you say that? It's like. Because we're adults, we're screwed up. Kids have empathy. Yeah. Kids have empathy. They, they're going to see that she cared about that, and they're going to see that it was important to her, and they're going to see, oh my gosh, like she really cares and wants to adults, do this. Adults like, are the ones that are we're, jerks. We're, we're the ones who are screwed we're up. We're the ones that are jerks. <laughs> we're the, we, we've, we've, we've pushed that out of the kids. They yeah. already have that. Yeah. So whether you're talking about the way that kids interact with other races and all that kind of stuff, sometimes as adults we need to step back because they have way more figured out then we figure out. Yeah. And lo and behold, she won. Of course she did. Yeah. It's a good lesson. And I can't wait for next time she has a speech, I will be there so she can do it as many times as she wants to in front of me. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was, I was, I'm very proud of her and I know she'll do a great job. Yeah, she will. She's, she's, a, she's an amazing young kid and I love her to death. She's yeah. a sweetheart. Yeah. And I, I'll, I'll make this quick. Cause I had a really good, I had a really, I want to end on, I want to end on a high note. All this Gruden, all this Gruden talk. <laughs> So coming coming back in town um, a couple of days ago and get on the plane and I always sit on an aisle seat. It's just my thing. Yeah. I don't I don't like window. Don't like middle. I always get an aisle seat. So 
come down the aisle, sit down, and I'm sitting next to a 16 month old little girl and her mom. Mm-hmm. And, and you know I have kids now, so I, that doesn't bother me at all. Bother so me I start to, it's like, weird it, when it does bother people. Yeah, me, it's honestly. like get over it. It's yeah. a kid. Like, come on, you you are that way too. Yeah. Stop, like, stop being a jerk. You, you paid know? to sit on a vacuum tube with hundreds yeah. of other people, going You'll hundreds of miles an hour through the sky. I guarantee you, it's You'll, okay. Like, okay. you don't get the you don't get your nap or your reading time. Yeah. Like, get over get it. Over. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it's a couple of hours. Yeah. So I sit down. Then then another woman comes down the aisle, looks at me, and goes, "Actually, you're sitting in my seat." And I looked at my ticket, and I was in the wrong aisle seat. I was in like D, and I was yeah. sitting in, in E or whatever. And I said, "Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry." And then she goes, "I could just sit here." And I was like, "Sit down. Yeah, I'll stay here. You sit there. It's yeah. all fine. We're all sitting in the aisle. I don't. I don't care." Yeah. So she sits down. The plane gets seated. Flight attendant walks <laughs> up to me and goes, "Hey, sir." So the parent of this, the father of this, of this young girl is in a middle seat and he's a couple of seats a- ahead of you, but he wants to sit with his family. You know, would you mind switching? Of course. Duh. Yeah. Like this is a yeah. no brainer yeah, for somebody like me. Of course. It's because you actually still hold the doors open for people and stuff like that too. Of because course. that prison that you were raised in taught you manners. That, Rinda, it's. Two hours to be. Un- I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I don't get my. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm like absolutely. It's far more important for the father to sit with the 16 month old than for me to have. Than for me to be able to put my leg out in the aisle and stretch out my knee. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I get up immediately. The woman that was sitting next to me because I'm really in her seat. She goes, "You know what? You could have your seat back, and I'll go sit." In the middle seat, I said, "Ma'am, if you don't sit down right now," you said, "Oh, contraire!" Oh, con- oh no, I said, "Oh no, ma'am." Yeah, you're gonna sit here. You're not gonna I'm blow gonna, my opportunity I'm to go- be a gentleman. Oh, what did Mama always say? You're gonna rob me of my blessings. Hey, hey, yeah, oh, absolutely not. Yeah. So I got my, I got, I got up and went and sat in the middle seat. I was gonna say something else, but I caught myself. <laughs> and I, I said, "Everybody, chill out. It's fine. I, I don't mind doing this at all." Because if I were in that position, oh, I would yeah. want somebody to do it for me. Yes, sir. So that's why this is no sweat off my chest, and I'll be a little bit more uncomfortable for two and a half hours, <laughs> as if I haven't crammed myself in an Apache for hundreds of hours. Okay, so let me let's just. Yeah. It's okay. I'll get yeah. over it. I end up sitting down in the seat, Rendon, next to a gentleman, and I won't say his name, who lives in Congressional District Thirty-Eight. Get out of here. Yes. He lives actually in a neighborhood that was formerly Congressional District 7 and is now Congressional District 38. And we got to talk for two hours on this plane. And he is an awesome gentleman, awesome man, awesome family story, awesome Christian man. I, I admire this man more than you'll know. I'll tell you more about him later, but just an awesome guy. No, figured out who I was. It's like I saw your signs up before, yeah. and I, I, it's really actually good to meet you. Rend and I had the best time talking to this guy Sorry. for three hours, for two, yeah. for two and a half hours is basically what it amounted to. Rend would get off the plane. He goes, "How can I contribute to your campaign?" And while we're sitting there, getting off the plane, he contributed very handsomely, no mind you, to my campaign. And the moral of the story is, is this. Just do the right thing by people. Don't be a jerk. And no, I'm not, I'm not like telling the story because talk about how great I am. I would like to think that's a very low 
minimum. That's a very low bar to as, treat people in this country. As your that's, bro- that, that's not special. As your brother and as a fellow inmate of Hunt Penitentiary. <laughs> of, Hunt, of, of, of Hunt Alcatraz. There is no other way that that would have played out. No other way. And do you know why there's no other Brennan, way that would have played out? If I didn't out? get up, I would have embarrassed Willie and Diane Hunt. And I'm not about embarrassing my parents. What do you think Willie Hunt would have done the same situation? Uh, I'm, exact same thing. Willie Hunt would have got off the plane if need be. Yeah, he would have. So, no, this I, I'm not telling the story. Because he has I'm, character and integrity and cares about people. That's it. Which that, is what we need. That's all we need more in the world. Of. That's yeah. it. Minimum bar. Yeah. So take us out. And remember, watch Dave Chappelle's new... <laughs> special it's amazing it's really really it's good. amazing it's amazing and also watch squid game too because we still haven't gotten to talk about that <laughs> I, I, still need, I still need to get emotionally adjusted <laughs> for watching squid game i'm not ready i'm not ready i'm not ready yet, <laughs> I'm not ready yet. <laughs> and remember smiles are contagious so make someone's day god bless you god bless you